This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 9th of October. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Amy Gill. We have the latest on the war in Ukraine where a key bridge has been damaged. This bridge was a symbol of Ukraine being occupied by Putin, the Kremlin. And 10 people die in a gas station explosion in Ireland. There were lines of people who were making human chains, reckon order to lift the rubble in mm. case there was anyone that they could rescue. The Times Daily World Briefing. At least 12 people have been killed and 49 injured, including six children, after missiles hit an apartment building and a number of houses in Ukraine's southeastern city of Zaporizhia. This comes after a huge blast brought down a section of the Kerch Bridge, an 18-mile roadway which links the Russian-occupied Crimean Peninsula and the Russian mainland. As Times reporter Asgard Krushenitsky explains, it's been seen as a bitter blow to President Vladimir Putin. Is something which is a huge, huge blow to Russian psychology, mm. and it's another personal humiliation for Russia's President Putin, um, who said that that bridge um, was defensible, was un. un um, damageable and uh, once again as in his boasts that where Russian troops are will be Russian forever. The damage to the bridge has prompted celebrations in Ukraine where it's seen as a symbol of a hated occupation but Major General Tim Cross, retired British Army officer, a military logistics expert, told Times Radio He's not convinced this was down to Ukrainian troops. It could have been a Ukrainian uh, a lorry that went, went across the bridge, but I doubt that, to be honest. And I also doubt, actually, that the Ukrainians did it. I mean, personally, I, I think they would have made more of this if they if they'd managed to hit this with some sort of uh, you know weapon attack or so on. So the honest truth is, like most of us, I don't know what the answer is. But my instinct is it could well have been uh, caused by the Russians moving explosives or ammunition across the bridge to reinforce Ukraine's Postal Service has said it will print a special stamp to commemorate the damage to the Kerch Bridge. A community hit by a tsunami of grief. Those are the words of a local priest in the small village of Kreslok, County Donegal in Ireland, following a huge explosion at a gas station. Search and rescue teams worked overnight on Friday, checking for survivors in the rubble after the blast had ripped through apartment blocks above the gas station shop. But by Saturday, Irish Police Superintendent Liam Gagherty confirmed that the death toll was 10 after all missing persons were accounted for. The emergency services continue a search and recovery operation at the site this afternoon. But based on the information available to Angarda Siakana, at this time it is not expected that there will be any further casualties located and there are no outstanding reports of unaccounted for persons. The 10 casualties are four men, three women, two teenagers, a boy and a girl, and a younger girl. Further eight people are in hospital with one person critically ill in a burns unit in Dublin. Though the cause of the explosion is not yet known, Irish police say the evidence so far suggests that this was an accident. The blast happened at the Apple Green service station in Creslock, which is in the northwest of Ireland on Friday afternoon. The village has a population of around 400. Peter McVerry is the station manager of Belfast U105 and is from Donegal. He told Times Radio how the tragedy has affected the small, close-knit community. The indication is that there are probably 30 or 40 local construction contractors who, as soon as they heard about it, came with their, their vans, the lorries and their tractors. And there were lines of people who were making human chains, 
Rick in order to lift the rubble in case mm. there was anyone that they could rescue while the first responders got on scene. So, you know, the scenes that some of those people would have seen will live with them a long time. And so it will predominantly be as well as those who've been and the eight people who are injured and still in hospital, um, as well as the, the, the physical care and, the, and the, the mental health care for those. It will also be psychological support and counselling for those who, who will have witnessed what happened on Friday afternoon. Rescue teams from Northern Ireland have been sent down to help in as Taoiseach Ireland's Prime Minister Michal Martin said was a show of solidarity and community values. The Taoiseach intended a vigil on Saturday evening which Peter McVeary also spoke about. There was a vigil at a, a Saturday evening mass in, in the village um, and the local priest, uh, Father John Joe Duffy, addressed first responders who had come um, and locals who had come and they were joined by Michal Martin, the Irish Taoiseach, was there, Leo Varadkar. Um, the Deputy Prime Minister for Ireland was there, Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald was there as well, and, Michelle, and Michael Martin, he took some time to, to look at the scene, to speak and to thank to the first responders who had come and who had been there, and he talked about how the hearts of Ireland essentially had been broken. Mr Martin said he will be meeting with Creslock community leaders on Sunday and that support will be offered to anyone affected. On the way, a flower show comes to New York and Ozzy Osbourne releases a new line of makeup. The Times Daily World Briefing. Three weeks after the death in custody of 22-year-old Marsa Amini, Iranian State TV appears to have been hacked. During its main evening news broadcast, a mask appeared on the screen, followed by an image of the Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei with flames around him. This was next to a picture of Marsa, whose death has sparked international demonstrations. As Iranian-American journalist Negar Mortsavavi explains, hacking state TV has happened before. We saw some similar instances in 2009, especially of websites, government websites being uh, hacked uh, by activists, and then also in 2019. It's just another uh, form of protest. Yesterday, female students in Tehran tried to get lost during a campus visit by the president. It's estimated some 150 people have been killed since the protests in the Islamic Republic began in September. Nagar told Times Radio the protests over the death of Masa Amini has acted as a catalyst for protests over a raft of issues in Iran. In a way, it's a feminist uprising or a women's uh, uprising, but also there's intersectional groups of the society. We've seen laborers, we've seen teachers, uh, we've seen university students, even high school students joining the movement in many cities across the country, chanting very uh, radical slogans against the government, against senior leaders of the Islamic Republic, the entirety of the regime with underlying political, economic, and social grievances that have been piling up against the system, the corruption, and the um, basically this lack of prospect for a future that the, especially the young generation feels. The concrete jungle of New York City has been adorned with thousands of brightly coloured flowers as the Fleur de Vie Femmes floral show comes to Manhattan's Hudson's Yards. Fleur de Vie, which means flowers of the city in French, creates unique and bespoke floral displays all over the world. In New York, the free show features mannequins adorned with flowers to represent the likeness of strong women, from Queen Elizabeth II to Serena Williams to Lady Gaga. Co-founder of Fleur de Vie, Tina Barclay, said they've been wanting to do a floral show about strong women for years. 
We really wanted after the Me Too movement to celebrate remarkable women and then COVID hit. So we've been wanting to do this show for a while. So we're really excited to not just have pretty flowers, but tell stories through flowers. And the Remarkable Women has allowed us to do that. This is the third time a display has been put on in New York City and all the show's designs are by local florists. But no matter where Fleur de Vie shows take place, Barclay believes that flowers bring people together. Every major life moment is celebrated with flowers, happy or sad, but almost everybody resonates with flowers. It doesn't matter your income level, where you come from, what language you speak. Flowers kind of transcend all of that. They're, they're just so naturally beautiful that people just connect with them. The Hudson Yard display runs until October 16th. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. In sport, tears are shed for Tottenham's former fitness coach. Kane Reeves has more. Tottenham manager Antonio Conte says his side will forever be inspired by Gian Piero Ventrone. Conte was in tears during a minute's applause before their 1-0 Premier League win at Brighton for their former fitness coach who passed away with leukaemia last week. I spoke with him last week on Thursday, the last time. At that moment he spoke to me about his illness and then uh, I'm sure that Giampiero will stay with us uh, for uh, forever, forever. I'm sure about this. Elsewhere in Europe, Sergio Ramos was sent off for the 28th time in his career. It's as Paris Saint-Germain were held by Rems. It finished as a goalless draw in Paris. Borussia Dortmund came from 2-0 down to draw with Bayern Munich. It stopped their rivals from going top of the German Bundesliga. Both sides are level on points in Germany. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Ozzy Osbourne has launched his own range of makeup. The collection features dark shades and some on-brand packaging in the shape of bats and coffins. The products are available at American beauty retailer Ulta and on Rock and Roll Beauty's website, but most have already sold out. Hopefully everything will be back in stock ahead of his mammoth tour next year, celebrating five decades as the Prince of Darkness. And finally, a breakthrough in dealing with plastic pollution has come from an unlikely place. Worm saliva. Spanish researchers have found that the saliva of the waxworm was able to break down polyethylene. It's the widest used plastic in the world and one that takes decades to break down. Exposing the plastic to saliva from the waxworm meant it degraded as much in a single hour as it would do in several years if exposed to the usual elements. On top of this, the scientists were able to recreate a synthetic saliva which would do the same work as a billion waxworms. And that is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday, the 9th of October. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.